Thank you, Lord God, for the awesome worship today in your presence, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. James 2, 14. James 2, 14. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of, of daily food and no one says to them, depart. Some, uh, one of you says to them, depart in peace, but uh, be warmed and filled. But you give, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? Thus also faith by itself. It does not have works is dead. But if someone, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Even the demons believe and tremble. I just need y'all to hear that today. There's a lot of people walking around saying, I believe. I believe, but they ain't got no works. My God. But do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son to the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works of faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. Somebody say righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then, man, you see that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Likewise, was Rahab a harlot and also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. For the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also. I want to go back to and the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. It was accounted to him for righteousness. Faith breeds righteousness. When we operate in faith, it breeds righteousness. It, it, it helps us to walk in the way that we need to. Thursday night, we talked about the breastplate of righteousness. We talked about how the breastplate of righteousness connects with everything else to bring everything else uh, um, um, together. And I believe it was so pivotal how we begin to walk through the armor of God. And we ended with the thing that was most important, the thing that covered the sensitive areas. And so in order to keep our sensitive areas covered, there is a level of faith we must walk in. And so it was attributed to, to Abraham righteousness because of his faith. How many people in here have faith? Because faith works. Because see, if Abraham wasn't obedient, if Abraham did not take his son, if Abraham doesn't believe that God has an answer to even a situation that God puts Abraham in. 
So you so you got to you got to understand that if God puts you in a situation, there is a way out. If if you're going through something, if you're dealing with something, there is a way out. If, if you if you find yourself in a in something that seems impossible, insurmountable, and it doesn't even make sense, can you imagine what Abraham was going through during that time that he walked from his home to that mountain to the place where he was instructed to sacrifice the promise? There is a promise that you have, and many times God is putting you on testing grounds. He's he's testing you and preparing you for the fulfillment of the promise, but are we willing to go through and do what it takes to receive the promise? God had promised Abraham generations upon generations of blessings uh, uh, to come out of his loins through uh, um, his son. And, 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 and here he is. He's taking his son to the, to the altar to be sacrificed. He's taking his promise to be sacrificed. He's taking his promise to a place that would end it all in his mindset, in his thought process, in his perception. But God had a ram in the bush. Because if Abraham never worked his faith, his faith would never work. See, we need to understand that faith, faith is done by works. If we never work our faith, our faith will never work. It's easy to talk about faith. It's easy to, 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 to speak faith. It's easy to, 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 you know, do a whole lot of talking. But, but if we're not operating in it, it's not going to work. And so we tie in faith to righteousness. How many of us got some type of rewards or perks for some type of store? I, I, anybody, I know I got some rewards and some perks. I, I got apps on my phone that'll let me know where the cheapest gas is. And um, you might have saw my Facebook post. I, hey, I got gas for $2.06. You know why? Because I had a Speedy Rewards perks app that let me know where the cheapest gas was in my area. You know, because having perks is is, is cool. You know, I, and then also I got the Kroger app on my phone so I can get the get the the, the, the perks from Kroger as well. I, I got Giant Eagle. I, I kind of throwing shade at Giant Eagle right now because they're a little expensive but I can still get perks from them when I decide to because see, having perks is nice, isn't it? We went to Las Vegas and Pastor Tracy found a way to get us some perks because having a having a perks membership has its advantages. Hallelujah. And so having faith operating in faith is is a perk. How many have your faith card? <laughs> You got a faith card because, see, your faith card gives you righteous perks. Because every time you operate in faith successfully, your, 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 your righteousness perks continue to st stack up. Because, see, we get, people begin to notice you. They begin to notice that you're different. You, you, you just ain't like us. I, I don't know why you do what you do. Uh, I, I, I don't understand why you do what you do, but you, you, just, you just ain't like us. Because righteousness begins to rise up. Your breastplate begins to get a little more shinier and a little more bolder. You might start out with a bronze breastplate. But every, every time you Walk in faith, your, your breastplate is changing colors, phase by phase, because you're maturing and you're walking in faith. 
And what we learned Thursday night is that our breastplate is going to turn into a crown of righteousness. So you're, you're, you're working on something. When you operate in faith, you're working on something. Because that's why James 2 said, uh, faith without works is dead. When you operate in faith, you're working on something. Because without faith, your, your faith ain't working. Uh, you're, you're just not moving. You're not going anywhere. <clears throat> so you got to understand that your faith with works takes you somewhere. So we're operating, we're moving. We're operating, we're moving in faith. How many believe that you go to a church of faith? How many believe that you belong to a church that operates in faith? While we were out Friday night, I was able to testify to some people about where we used to be. You know, people so worried about this and that and the other. And one of the things, only thing I know is faith. Yet, yes, I have blind faith, but I also have wisdom faith. And, and, and I have enough wisdom to know where to go and where not to go. But we were out walking and, and because of where God has taken us and where God has brought us from. I will never forget when we were at Maine and Kelton, we was in the little room and we were moving upstairs and cleaning it up and AJ and Jocelyn was there with us and we were cleaning out the upstairs and getting it ready to start having service upstairs and the bloods and the crypts was still very strong in the area um, where we were at we could see the street called Lily Avenue and right over there Lily Avenue was an apartment building that was full of the bloods and there were only one segment of the Bloods because the Bloods was all stationed in different various places and they even fought each other. So we were upstairs and some guy with a, a blue, a royal blue wet, uh, uh, um, royal blue sweatsuit walks through the area. And I already knew he was through. Them guys came out of that apartment building. I had never seen that many guys come out of there. They came out of there like roaches and beat that guy down. I couldn't get out to church fast enough to get to him, to, to get to authorities or nothing. I, they did it so quick and so they were so systematic because, see, the enemy is systematic in what he does. And they came out and they beat that guy. He was a big muscle bound dude, too. So, you know, he had enough to and he fought, and he tried to fight back. But it was too many of them because, see, the, the enemy is not going to send his best. He's going to send some chumps to come get you. He's not going to send the best to come get you. He's just going to send a bunch of his chumps to come get you. And you got to be able to operate in faith to know that you, that, that God is going to work on your behalf. And I came down, tried to get to the young man and asked him if he needed help. No, no, he was just mad. He was just mad. But that's where we came from. And this is where God has brought us to. I'm not saying that where God has brought us to, to this, uh, this very day is going to be easy to, to handle. Because when we got over there to the apartment complex as we're used to going to and, and we had made some, built some relationships with a couple of people, a lot of those people are already gone. In five years time, that apartment complex behind the carry, I don't forget which the mini mart or whatever it is, it has changed in five years. It is no longer 
white people and black people. It is black people and Latin America. Some of the people couldn't understand what we were saying or didn't want to understand what we were saying. But we moved in faith. We moved in faith. I, were gla I was glad for the people who came that, that was here with us on Friday night because they got an opportunity to see what we need to do, how we need to operate, how we need to live. Now, see, faith without works is dead, right? So in order to operate in faith, that means we need to live righteously every day. Because, see, when we go out there, the people know when you ain't for real. And Pastor Tracy said there are some dynamics that we will be dealing with in this day and age that we wasn't dealing with then. So in order to operate in faith, we need to understand that our faith counts towards our righteous purse. We need to get some righteous purse. We need to get we, we, we need to build up our righteousness. We need to be real in the kingdom of God. We need to know that and understand that God is looking at us each and every day, no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, no matter, no matter who we are around. God is looking to see if we will be willing to operate in faith so much so that your language is different, that your talk is different, that your walk is different because see when you operate in faith you just you don't walk in doubt you don't operate in negativity you operate in positivity optimism and encouragement hallelujah so you're able to encourage somebody because you're operating in faith because I believe that God will do something different in my life when I do something different many times just a simple statement that Jesus said hallelujah do unto others as you will have others do unto you is hard for us to do it's hard for us to fathom that we would do unto others as we want people to do it. Because, see, we want people to treat us good. We want people to treat us right. But, see, it's hard for us to treat another person right that ain't treating us right. But it takes faith to do something. And, see, when I say it takes faith, what do I mean by faith? Faith is practicing something that, that, that is right. Faith is practicing the right thing. That means you're practicing it. That, that's why we're talking about it's in your mouth. When it's in your mouth, you will practice saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because when you begin to say it, when you get, begin to practice it, when you begin to say it over and over again, you're putting it to practice faith. You're practicing faith. The Lord is my strength. He is my shield. He is my shade. You're practicing. You believe in that he's going to protect you from all hurt, harm, and danger. When, you, when it's in your mouth, you just begin to say it huh, over and over again. You're practicing your practice I will not be discouraged I will not be dismayed because my Lord he is he will he will save me because the name of the Lord is a strong tower and what the righteous can run in see you're you're building your righteous purse as you begin to say it as you begin to speak it over and over and over again that's why John uh, John 1 says in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God hallelujah and and the word was made manifest in the flesh see we have to understand that the word when we begin to speak the word when we begin to practice the word it begins to put on righteousness and it makes us begin to stand up taller and taller have you ever seen somebody have you ever seen a, a Roman soldier walking around like this no you see him standing up tall and upright because the breastplate causes him to have a stance that is upright and bold and confident and that's the way we need to be in the kingdom of God we need to be upright we need to be confident 
in the things of God because faith what it does is it produces confidence it produces a confidence it produces a, a level of righteousness and a righteous thinking that puts us in a place of peace because see when you have that breastplate on uh, today today the breastplate is a bulletproof jet ja- ja- uh, jacket we was watching this show and and um, they was trying to fight off this Russian man in the show. Sister Lane know what I'm talking about. They was trying to fight off this Russian man in the show and, and the guy, um, the, the little, uh, what was he, the sheriff or something? I can't remember. But he was trying to get rid of the Russian guy and, and um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. He was trying to fight off the Russian guy and, and, and he finally got a gun to shoot the guy. He shot him all up. I was like, oh, he's getting up. He's getting up because he had his breastplate on. He had the bulletproof vest on. And sure enough, he's like, and kept on walking. And that's the way we need to be. We need to have our bulletproof vest on in the spirit. We need to have our bulletproof vest on in the spirit. So when the enemy begins to shoot at us at close range, because many of us are getting shot at at close range. Many of us are getting shot at at close range. Are we ready? Are we ready? Do we have the breastplate of righteousness on? Oh, no, devil. You thought you had me, but I had my bulletproof vest on. I'm getting back up. You might have knocked me down. You might have you might have shaken me for a little bit, but I'm getting back up. You, know, you, you might you might have threw me off a little bit, but I'm, I'm still going to keep pressing. I'm still going to keep pushing. I'm still going forth because I believe I believe I'm going to get to where God has for me to get to. This is Paul said, devil, you got you got me mixed up because Paul said I will press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. So you can shoot at me if you want to. You might knock me down. But see, even when you're not me down i'm gonna get up and look right back at the goal and i'm gonna keep on going i'm gonna keep on pressing i'm gonna keep on pushing because i know faith without works is dead so you're not going to kill me hallelujah because i'm going to get to where i need to be see when you understand when you understand faith and how faith works you 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 work you work your faith so you can get the perks because you understand the benefits of faith when you understand the benefits of faith you know in many seasons and many times and in many places people are looking for benefits you this is a this is a time and a season when people want benefits just the other day somebody said i want to get hired so i can get some benefits people want benefits we all want benefits. But Psalm 68 and 19 says, Oh, bless the Lord who loadeth us, loadeth us daily with benefits. Yeah. 68 19 says, He loads us daily with benefits. How many feel like you're getting some benefits? Because see, faith brings benefits. Because see, when you operate in faith, uh, hallelujah, it brings benefits. The more you work your faith, uh, the more you work your faith, uh, the more benefits that come. The more you work your faith, uh, the more you believe, uh, hallelujah, the more you step out in faith, the more you, you believe and, and hear and are obedient to God's word. See, that is the key thing. That's what faith is. Faith is operating in obedience to what you hear the Lord say. That doesn't mean that you hear what the Lord said and you say, well, I think that was God. Well, I, 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 and he says it again, and then you're like, is that really God? Because that don't make sense. Hmm. 
If it don't make sense, it may mean it's God. If it goes against what 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 is in the earth, what is currently going on in the earth, if it goes against the grain of what everybody else is doing, uh, mm, it must be God. If it if it rubs you the wrong way and you you feel like you're getting a little irritated, you're like, oh Lord, I, I don't I don't know, Lord, I, 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 I it's making me feel a little uncomfortable. I I don't know, <laughs> you you. You really, you really want me to do that? The Lord is saying, step out in faith. Peter, Peter wanted so bad to, 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 to see the manifestation of, of, of God in his life that he, he, he looked and he saw Jesus walking on the wall. He said, well, I, I want what you got. And see, many times we want what somebody else got, but we're not willing to do what it took for them to get where they're getting. Because a lot of times, by the time we see them where they are, we're already many steps behind. And see, what Peter didn't understand was Peter didn't understand what Jesus did to be able to operate in that level of anointing. But Jesus was willing to bring him along. Because, see, he understood that he operated outside of the realm of the world. And so Jesus said, come on, Peter, walk on the water. And as long as Peter kept his eyes on Jesus, see, faith is saying, I'm going to keep my eyes on you, God, no matter what's going on to the left or to the right, no matter what the storm may bring, no matter what the, what the wind, how the wind is blowing. Huh? Hallelujah. How, no matter how, how much the, the water is swirling and, and waving and, and doing all kind of things, no matter how much lightning and thunder is going on, I'm going to keep my eyes on you. Huh? No matter if the economy dips in recession huh? or, or if it goes up. Huh? Hallelujah. No matter if I lose my job or I get another one. Huh? No matter if, if my kids are acting up huh? or, or they're or they acting right. Huh? I'm going to keep my eyes on you, Lord, because I know my, my, my strength is in you. I'm able to walk on this water because my eyes is on you. I can't get distracted by the things of this world because I know if I, if I lose sight of you, I'm going to drown in the midst of all this commotion that's going on, and I don't know that I'll be able to be saved from it. So i got to keep my eyes on you. So I'm working my faith as I step out on this water. I'm working my faith. I'm keeping my eyes on you. I'm looking at you. I look towards the heals from what's coming by help for all of my help comes from you i'm keeping my eyes on you and i won't give up i won't turn around i won't throw in the towel i'm keeping my eyes on you the more you work your faith the more you work your faith the more you know that god is real and Peter, because of his experiences, he knew God was real. He knew he was real. And many of us today, we are having a hard time fathoming, is, is God really real? Because there are so many things that are going on. But the more you work your faith, the more you know that God is close. The close, the more you work your faith, the closer he seems to you. It's not that he's ever been far away. He's always been right there all the time. But most of the time, we feel like he's far away because of everything that's going on in our lives and in the world and in society in our world, in our nation, everything that's going on, everything that we see that's right in front of our eyes, we feel like God is far away. But no, know this, raise your hand. He's right there. He's right there. So we need to quit acting like God's so far away. God, why can't you hear me? Are you, are you operating in faith? 
God, you, I don't, I don't know, I don't know that, that, that this ain't working. Well, have you worked it enough? You know, the object of prayer is consistency. When you pray consistently, consistently over and over again, things begin to change. Things begin to shift. There's something that Pastor Tracy and I have been doing here recently in prayer. We've added some extra prayer. How about that? We just sensed that the Lord was saying it's time to go further. It's time to go further. And it's been a struggle. But we kept doing it. And we kept doing it. Now all of a sudden, somebody else showed up. Wow, somebody else showed up. We didn't tell nobody we was doing this. But somebody sensed that there was prayer going on. So we kept doing it. That person showed up. And then another person showed up. Wow, God, this is this is awesome. Because see, when you pray and you're praying consistently, you're praying consistently over and over again in the same place. You're meeting at the same place at the same time uh, 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 over and over again. God is going to meet you at your point of your need. See, you praying one time is not going to work. You praying two times, it may work a little more, but it ain't going to be much. Because see, it's just like a relationship. You're 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 in a courtship. You're, you're, it's like like when you're dating. How you when you when you're dating somebody, when you first when you first see them, you don't start out you know kissing them and everything. I know there's children in here. You don't even start out holding hands. That don't even make sense. So when you, why, when we get in a relationship with the Lord that we expect to be intimate with him immediately. Faith comes through practice. Practice, consistent living. <laughs> now, now I'm starting to sound like the vision. Authentic living is consistent living. Authentic living is consistent living. I'm going to finish up right here, y'all. I'm going to finish up because faith without works is dead. It's time to work our faith. It's time to work our faith. A lot of us have resources right at our fingertips and won't even use them. God said, I've placed this right here so that you can use this, so you can work this thing right here to produce finances, to produce relationships, to produce peace, to produce uh, uh, hope, to produce optimism, to produce uh, uh, um, uh, encouragement. I have all these resources at your fingertips and we won't even use it. I have all these resources right at your fingertips to eliminate depression, to eliminate oppression. To, I, have, I have all of these resources at our fingertips and we won't even use them. And so 2 Corinthians says, 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. I was so blown away because, you know, I, I've, I've been watching Tyra and the whole makeup piece and it's been it's been an awesome journey. And I'm just like, wow, look at her go. She's just going. She's just like her mother. She's beginning to tap into the Proverbs 31 woman that she is because she comes because she comes from a Proverbs 31 woman. And I. I 
I was just so excited and everything. And she went away to, to L.A. And, and had a good time out there and came right back. And and as and, and soon as she comes back, a door opens. How many, how many know that's faith? How many know that's faith? You keep working it. You keep working your thing. You keep doing your thing. You keep doing your thing. You keep doing your thing until the door opens. See, faith is not faith is not going to, to chase after something and you're chasing after and you chase that. Faith is walking the thing out. You're just walking in a oh, what's that? That's puppet ministry. All right. Oh, you want me to work the puppet? Okay, Lord. And so you start working the puppet ministry. Because faith is you just walk into who he destined you to be. And so I was so happy when I saw the, 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 the salon. I said, look at, look at, our, look, look at our daughter operating in faith. Because see, the prophetic word that was spoken over her life is coming to pass, mom. She will work with you in ministry. Hallelujah. And then I'm talking to Sister Shakia on Friday night. She says, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do hair to salon. Where, where did that come from? Where did that come from? See, faith is working. Faith is working. Faith is working. And it's working. And it's working. It's working. And Sister Tiana tells me I, I was able to get my son in a school that he wants to go to. That deserves a shout by itself because, see, it's hard to get a kid to want to go to any school. And her son wants to go. My God. That's operating in faith. That's operating in faith. Faith without works is dead. You got to keep working your faith. I believe I'm with a group of people who, who are willing to work your faith. Uh, it's in your mouth. Uh, it's, uh, the word is near your mouth. It's in your mouth. Uh, hallelujah. And if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you shall be saved, which is the first prerequisite. But then if you uh, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that, hey, I need a better situation. I need a better circumstance. I need, if you confess it and believe it, it's going to happen. Hallelujah. You got to confess it. You got to believe it. You got to work it. You got to do it because the Lord, hallelujah, is giving you benefits that produces righteousness so that when people see you, they know that you are a person of the kingdom of God. They understand that this is a kingdom citizen. They don't operate in a United States system because the system of man, hallelujah, can't block, hallelujah, the blessings of God. Hallelujah. 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 When you begin to operate in faith, hallelujah, who cares about the system of man? Hallelujah. There's too many people saying the man is getting me down. I don't care about the man, but I care about the man who created the man. Hallelujah. Because he has the whole world in his hand. Hallelujah. And so faith, 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 faith without works is dead. And today we're here because of faith. This ministry is here because of faith. We keep believing. 
we know there's something different than this. We know there's something better than this. No, it's not easy. It gets hard. Hallelujah. If, if you were able to be behind the scenes with the conversation that the two of us have, you would be like, really? They think like that? Yes, because you know what? It's tough. See, every dimension you go to, see where, where you're at right now, you may be battling what you're battling, but every dimension you go to, there's a different battle, and the battle increases and intensifies every time. Let me tell you something. Every time it intensifies, it's worth the fight. It's worth the battle. That's why I'm always telling men of God to fight. Get in the fight. For Paul said, I have fought the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. See, we got to fight. Hallelujah. One of the biggest things that's going on right now is the UFC. And those people, they just fighting, fighting, and fighting. I'm like, I ain't never seen so many people fighting. But the Lord said in the realm of the spirit, it's time for us to fight. That's why there's so much, so much of this is on the TV because, see, they want, they want to get people fascinated with other people fighting. When really they need to be in the ring fighting. I'm not talking about being in a, in a literal ring. I'm talking about getting in the ring, getting on your knees and praying and crying out to God. Hallelujah. Jesus prayed at the, in the garden of Gethsemane so much so that he sweated blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of us are ready to pray until we sweat? Hallelujah. Until we cleanse out everything. Hallelujah. That's not like God. Hallelujah. Because see, what was happening was he was sweating the blood and being cleansed for the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, hallelujah that he would be sacrificed for our sins uh, hallelujah how many of us are ready to pray uh, how many of us are ready to pray through how many of us are, pray, are willing to pray until something happens it's time to push it's time to push it's time to eliminate excuses we're making too many excuses for, for what needs to be done instead of doing what should be done it's time to eliminate excuses and say Lord I'm going to pray Lord, I'm going to be led by you. Lord, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to be obedient to you, Lord. So today, as we're in this place today, God has called us for such a time as this. I never would imagine that I would be in a place in my life where I would be a believer and watch God do the things that he does. I watch him as you stand to your feet. Change schedules. Move time around. 